Here's the Smart Retirement Cast brought to you by Smart Retirement Media. Now, here's your hosts, Mike and Matt. Okay, welcome back, listeners, to another Smart Retirement Podcast. This is your co-host, Mike Points, with Central Coast Lending. And as always, I'm accompanied by my esteemed co-host, Matt Hollander. How we doing? Matt, I am so sorry that you're slightly under the weather this week. Um, and it sounds like maybe a couple weeks with a onset case of pneumonia. Are you doing yeah. okay? Yeah, doing all right. The show must go on and... Uh... You know, usually right ar- around the holiday times, this seems to to kick in with the seasons changing and my mm-hmm. allergies going crazy. And this time it, uh, I made the mistake of not getting the flu shot and kind of told myself, you know, I get it every year and I always get sick anyways, but maybe this is what they try to prevent is it getting to something like this. So hopefully the antibiotics kick it out. But uh, as I said, the show must go on. Yeah, my wife is a nurse practitioner for those listeners that don't know me personally. Um, and she, every year, like clockwork, they line them up and get the flu shot. And I've never gotten the flu shot and I've never gotten sick with the flu because I didn't get the flu shot. Um, knock on wood. You're totally um, going to now. But I I am like the biggest wuss when I get sick because I get sick like once every 12 years, you know? So I, I forget what it like what it feels like for your body to ache and and like how many boxes of tissues you have to go through. You know that disgusting mess like you wake up mid morning and it's just like, oh my god, how many tissues did I go through? You're like, did I wake up in the middle of the night? What was this all for me? Oh my yeah. goodness. <laughs> Who let the tissue elves in? And uh well, this is the show following Thanksgiving. So um hope everyone had a safe and happy Thanksgiving. I'm sure you listened to us on your drive because we released, uh, this is the two weeks after Thanksgiving. So uh, the, the last release was right before Thanksgiving. So I hope you enjoyed us on your ride. You might've been in traffic. You might've been in rain, depending on where you were. Um, and this is our first show of December, right, Matt? And we'll have one more before we end the year. Isn't that crazy? The year has just totally flown by. It really has. Uh really has. We started this trek, you and I, in August of yes. 2019. Uh, we talked about it a lot over the summer. Um, some of our clients that listen to the show know that Matt and I do um, probably about three or four retirement workshops a year. And during our downtime, like in between the workshops, we would go to dinner and talk about this idea. And here we are fully launched. And, you know, credit to the listeners, we have been doing quite a few impressive stats on some of these podcast listening stations just because of i guess just because you guys like the content and you're agreeable to listen every week or every episode um it's really helped us have more confidence in what we're going to do in 2020 and stay on this consistent path of every other week posting an episode for you with smart retirement tips and uh, guests like the one we're going to have today right matt Yes. And, uh, you know, I, I know I've brought this up a few times on the show, but we wouldn't be where we're at already without our awesome listeners. And with all these different streaming platforms and things like that, that you may be listening to our show on, um, as I always say, please give us, you know, a five-star rating on there that helps us climb the chart and it helps us go out and educate more smart retirees 
to come be successful in their retirement. So really yeah. appreciate it. We also really appreciate all of the listeners that have been writing in questions. Um, for those of you that might be tuning in for the first time, we do take questions. Uh, info at smartretirementcast.com. Again, that's info at smartretirementcast.com. That email will come directly to Mike and I, and we can discuss the question on air. Uh, don't have to give any personal details, but I do have a couple today that I'd like to go over with you, Mike. Um, so let's fire first, away. Yeah. So first one I've got is Tony from Tempe. Uh, says my mom has four properties currently, and she wants to make sure uh, my sister and I inherit them. What's the best way to do that? Now, Tony, that's a great question. Uh, those I've I've dealt with this a few times, and Mike, I would appreciate you chiming in on this as well. Mm-hmm. But depending on what we're trying to do with the properties, I would think uh, one. I would think an attorney probably needs to get involved at some point, and create some type of trust to do so. Uh, so we don't have any type of probate issues, but I guess it comes down to, do we look at a revocable or an irrevocable trust uh, to do that? Thoughts there, mm-hmm. Mike? Yeah. I, I mean, 95% of trusts uh, that I look at are deal with in with real estate, specifically just the real estate side of the trust are irrevocable. Um, and I think that just makes sense at the point in which time the, the executor or the party that you know has created the trust um, passes away it then would become irrevocable um, in vitros trust I believe is another word you could look up there but the point is with what you're looking at here for this this listener um, that we're that we're answering Tony is that you know inheriting these properties it's not so difficult when you have a proper trust set up correctly because the trust keeps, the uh, the trust keeps living past the life of the initial party that set it up. That's the point of a trust. It's its own person. It's its own entity. Um, now, inheriting those properties um, has its own complications, both for property tax basis and if there are loans on the property, especially a reverse mortgage, there can be situations where the lender will get a death certificate and reach out to the party and call and potentially start calling the note. If it's a reverse mortgage and that and that um, borrower, mom or dad, are no longer living in the house, that is grounds for um, the lender to, within six months or less, call that note and foreclose if that can't be done or if you can't pay off the note or refinance it. Um, sure, more, likely, and, and- more, more likely, what I see though, Matt, in real realistically, is that there's like two of them are paid off in full and there's other assets in the trust and they're trying to divide all the assets equally. And sometimes, sometimes one of the siblings says, look, I don't need the assets. I'm doing fine. I want the real estate. And in order, there's not enough liquidity because we didn't get enough life insurance planning done, or we didn't have the, um, you know, the IRA account set up with enough cash to pay out brother and sister. So I've got to get a loan now against one of the properties to cash out some of the equity and pay off brother one or sister one so that they're happy. And now I own the property at the ends of that transaction. So that is something if listeners, you are going through that, please, please, please call Matt and I, there are two or three things you can do absolutely wrong in that transaction. 
which you cannot reverse. And the, the first one is how you properly take title if you are that individual that's refinancing one of these properties. And I won't go into too much detail. I think we honestly should have a whole show about that, Matt. And if I, I'm not I mistaken, absolutely agree. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's where we're kicking off next year is on wealth transferring. And actually, it's how we're ending this year, isn't it? That's how we're ending this year. That's going to be our last show for this year. And Perfect. then the other thing I wanted to kind of chime in on this, um, Mike, great points. But the other thing that we see with... Did you just say Mike, people, great points? <laughs> oh my! Right. All right, that was funny though. I, I get it, Mr. Mike Points. Got it. Got it. Okay, um, go on. Sorry, Matt. All right, you're it's making okay. It's all right. So the other thing I wanted to mention on that is with having the four properties, and let's say mom gets sick and needs some type of long term care, right? And if the properties are sitting in a regular revocable trust, like some people do. Uh, because they want to keep it out of probate, but they still want access to the properties. Well, let's say you do come down with a long-term care need and you're not properly set up with long-term care insurance or uh, some type of pre-planning done there properly. You blow through all your assets. Now the state's going to want to see you tapping into the equity in all these different homes. Mm -hmm. Whereas if it's set up an ir irrevocable trust, technically the asset's not yours anymore. It's going on to the kids. Uh, ah. And as long as that's set up, 60 months prior to the need for care or in, uh, in the state of California, I believe it's uh, 30 months. Uh, right. That's they, a look they back period, right? Right. So they, they yeah. can't access the funds. So double check the way you've got that set up. Any, any of our other listeners that you're make, trying to make sure that your family inherits these properties and uh, give us a call. We're happy to walk you through it. 866-53-RETIRE. Uh, Mike, I've got a question that I think is going to be more directed to you. Okay. So I've got Francis from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Says, my mom currently has a reverse mortgage, but she wants to move. What are her options? Now, I don't have a whole lot of information on this for you, Mike. This question came in late last night. Um, okay. So let's just assume that you know she's had a reverse mortgage for maybe 10, 15 years. She wants to move. What does she do? Yeah, so um, the there's two types of reverse mortgages out in the marketplace right now. There's what's formally known as the HECM, which is a FHA reverse mortgage. And that's an acronym for um, Home Equity Conversion Mortgage, and uh, that's where the HECM comes from. And that FHA loan would require um, mom to have a certain amount of equity, depending on her age. Let's say she's 70, it's going to be 50% of the house she needs to own the new house. Um, if she's 75 or 80, um, she, you know, she might only need to own 57, 60%, excuse me, 40. Yeah. 60, 57 to 60% of the home. So when you purchase a home with a reverse mortgage, it's the same process as if you went through a refinance for a reverse mortgage. The only difference the key difference is obviously you're in transition. You want to be prepared and pre-approved with your lender that, hey, look, what, how much cash am I going to need to have from the sale of my transaction on my old house, my former, my current home, so that I know I can walk into this new house and at X price can not have a payment, but still have a mortgage that is a reverse mortgage. So... Your options are there. There's a FHA reverse, which would be 
most likely the case on what you would use here unless mom's moving into a home that is in the price range of 850, 850,000 or more, then we start getting into the prudence of a jumbo reverse mortgage, which is sold from not the FHA or the HUD department, it's sold from a, um, a non-government agency, a, a bank that is a private investor that would give you terms. I offer both of these mortgages through Central Coast Lending and would be happy to talk to you, Francis, about these in detail. Um, any other listeners that are like, you know what, might be time in 2020 to take a look at this reverse mortgage scenario because mom and dad are fine now, but you know, just like that, they could be not fine. So um, moving into a smaller place, maybe you're downsizing, getting you know the right type of uh, uh, living quarters where there's ADA-like compliance or ail you know prepping you for future ailments. All that stuff can be part of our reverse mortgage conversation. So I think it's a good question. Um, I'm glad you asked it, Francis. Great points, Mike. All right. So going into the show today, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about some different ways that I'm seeing in the advisory field with bond yields being so low. Um, advisors are you know, scrambling to find ways to de-risk their clients' portfolios. And I work very closely, and he's came and spoke at a few of our workshops that we've done together, Mike, mm -hmm. um, with a gentleman by the name of Mark Rogers. And Mark is much like uh, Brad that we had on the show a couple of weeks yeah. ago Brad, um, yeah. that, that does some of the wholesale stuff for you. Mark's been in the industry for well over 12 years. He does a little bit of personal production as well, kind of like me. But Mark is my go-to guy when I'm out in the field and I'm meeting with clients, keeping me educated and keeping me up to date on what's available out there. So I thought it would be nice today just to bring in a expert in this field about talking about uh, risk reduction in portfolios, uh, lifetime income, and some of the other studies that have been done uh, talking about like sustainable withdrawal rates and things like that in one's mm -hmm. portfolio. So when we come back from the break, we'll have Mark Rogers on with us to go over some of those topics. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Honestly, when was the last time you really took a hard look at your retirement plan? With the way the market's been, it's easy to become complacent. A new decade is upon us, which comes with a lot of questions. Can the economy and market continue to grow? What will the next election do to my investments? How can I best maneuver to maximize return? The answer? It's simple. Get a second opinion from a team like Century Financial Consultants. With over 40 years of financial planning experience, give Century Financial Consultants a call today at 866-53-RETIRE. That's 866-53-RETIRE. Hey guys, Mike Points, co-host of Smart Retirement Podcast and a licensed loan officer. Let me ask you a question. When is the last time you sat down with your mortgage officer to discuss how your mortgage is going to affect you during retirement or how the current products and laws out there now are different from when you originally got your mortgage? Allow my team of retirement specialists and myself to put together a proposal for you that shows all of the different products and options you have right now. This is something we can implement in the next one to two months that helps you 
improve your current situation. If you're not able to remove your mortgage payment with your current mortgage, if you're not able to tap into the liquidity, and if you're not able to prepare better for healthcare costs, I want to show you how we can do that. So please contact me by calling 866-53-RETIRE, option two. Once again, that's 866-53-RETIRE, option two, or contact me at info at smartretirementcast.com. Look forward to hearing from you soon. And MLS number 124624. Okay, listeners, welcome back from the break. We've got another great Smart Retirement Podcast here for you today. But right before the break, Matt was um, letting you know about our guest we have on the show today. He's finally been able to join us. Um, If I'm not mistaken, he's out in Utah. Is that right, Mark? I am, yep. The snow is already starting to fall. That's fantastic. You know, Mark Rogers, just a quick introduction for you, you listeners. This is really a treat for us, especially with the content we're going to talk about today. Mark Rogers is a national sales manager with WealthFest, and um, he's really a thought leader. I mean, don't think of him as like a salesperson. He is out and about nationally every week of the year. He's in another city helping someone like Matt Hollander with their presentations, not just because Matt needs assistance. It's more of a standpoint of how well Mark Rogers has done year over year over year on helping people design retirement plans that are going to out, you know, where their money is going to outlive them. Cause that's the number one fear, right? Listeners is that you get to the end of your money and you're still around. Um, but he's got plenty of accolades. I won't bore you to death with those, but Mark Rogers is um, here in the flesh with us today. Mark, I want to, again, just welcome you to the show and thanks for coming on um, with us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, you know, Matt Hollander and and uh, the the line of Hollanders in this business are industry leaders, and so I I couldn't be more excited to to spend some time with you guys. I think what you're doing on this podcast is truly unique and different for our industry, and I'm just I'm really excited to be a part of it. So thanks for having me. Yeah, we've gotten some feedback from listeners is that we we touch on some very important uh, topics, Mark, you know, but we do it in a very approachable, very uh, cordial way, which I think is just we're trying to have this retirement community go on and on and on for year after year. We don't want to just hit them with 12 great things and then we dissipate into oblivion and you never hear from us again. (laughs) Well, and it's it's, you know, I think it's your money, right? So as you work and labor so hard, you have this vision and every, and everybody's vision is different of what their retirement is going to look like and all the places that they're going to travel or, or even the guy that says, I'm not traveling anywhere. I just want to sit on the back of my porch and, yeah. and look out into the field and I don't even talk to anybody. I, I've got an uncle like that, right? Uh, he traveled all over the world for work and now he's finally retired and he bought a home in Oregon and he literally sits on his porch in this gorgeous area and does nothing like and, and just loves, loves it. it. Right? So, loves it. So the reality, though, is that it's uncomfortable because 
so many Americans are challenged because of past market volatility and because of changes in social security and because of lost pension plans. I mean, think of your friends and how many actually have a pension plan today. That's like none of you knows what that word even means anymore. Yeah. You know, Americans okay. are really facing more challenges in, in this generation. It's specifically talking about boomers and behind the boomers and just have a completely different look at retirement than their parents and grandparents, right? So I think that totally. the way that you are totally. talking to people about their retirement is just different because you're able to have a real conversation and somebody that has seen all the challenges. I mean, I, I think about Matt, you know, and Americans today, they, they kind of got one shot at retiring, right? Absolutely. And Matt, Matt, you know, what's unique about Matt Hollander is he retires people every single day. Right. And that just makes him better to sit down with and talk of because he's seen all the challenges. He's seen all the road bumps and has the ability to answer and give solutions better than better than the guy down the street. Right. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Thank you, Mark. Yeah. And that's another reason, Mark, why we added me to the show. I mean, you're thinking, okay, mortgage guy, it makes sense. It's a big, it's a big line item on your budget in retirement, but we just went through the great recession where mortgage was a huge piece of it, you know? Sure. And, and what I try to bring to the table for this show is, you know, where are the laws going? How is the CFPB regulating underwriting? Are we getting back into, you know, hot water again, where investment banks are just creating these phony loans that are going to tank in the economy? And the answer to that currently is it's absolutely not happening. But if we do this year after year after year, I mean, our listeners are going to be on the forefront of knowing that that's stuff coming down the pike. And and then the other thing, the other piece is, is that never before you said it perfectly, you know, pensions are gone. Tenured checks are gone. Never before have have um, retirees had to nail retirement on their own so much. But I just think the reverse mortgage piece pays a nice financial tool in the bag for, you know, they get to that point in their retirement where, hey, you know what, if we could turn off the mortgage payment and just have access to equity it's not a bad discussion to have, even if they don't do it. Right. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I really love putting you two together because you're seeing different parts of the spectrum of what people are most worried about and what the significant challenges people are going to have through their retirement. If you look at just line up every 95 year old today, right? My grandma's 98 line, every 95 plus year old up, and it's how am I going to generate income? How am I going to stay in my home? How long should I be staying in my home? When's the right time to get out of that? Am I, am I in the right type of funding in my mortgage, right? And, and that these things and the solutions that you two are providing together, I, I think is just phenomenal. So I, I applaud both of you of, of the way that you're trying to attack this thing. And, and again, get out to the communities to say, there are answers and it's not some locked up black box that you right. should just say, Oh, he's a nice guy. So I'm going to do my mortgage with him or he's a nice guy. So he's going to manage my money. Like have the tough conversation and get educated. I mean, I, I think the biggest challenges to Americans are 
they're not educated. They, they don't know. They don't even know what questions that they really need to ask. And, and you two do a fantastic job of that. Thank, oh, you, thank Mark. you, Mark. Um, you know, Mark, one of the things that I wanted to bring up and, you know, you're, I'm not the only advisor you work with. Um, you're all over the country. Um, but I think you hear a lot of the same questions uh, that your advisors are probably having issues with and people are having concerns with, of, you know, with, as their clients um, of what, what is available out there today. And I know you do, you've done a great job of creating research papers in your firm of doing surveys and things on this, but talk to me a little bit about what you're seeing as far as, you know, as maybe a bond alternative uh, in today's marketplace that someone may, may be able to use to, you know, get some growth and without a ton of risk, maybe in their portfolio. Sure. Well, I, I think I would start with one, lots of great investments out there, right? And, 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 and investments in general are complex. So I would urge anybody after the show to really sit down with their advisor, give you, Matt, a, a, a call to really get into the nitty gritty because you can only do so much over the mic in a, in, in a show, right? But the reality is, is that uh, Americans are, are aging and, and living longer in retirement than they ever have. Uh, we are at a 10-year equity bull run in our market, so we've never been this long in, a, in an equity bull run ever before in our U.S. history. Um, we follow something called the Schiller PE10, the Schiller Price and Earnings Ratio. Schiller today valuates the market, and he is saying that the market is more overvalued than Black Tuesday and nearly as overvalued as the dot-com bubble. So market being more than 200% overvalued, we're in a low interest rate environment, one of the lowest interest rate environments of all time. Uh, 2016, our 10-year treasury hit 1.4. We saw that uh, show up this year. Uh, we had actually went from 2014 to 2018 and our 10-year treasury rose to 3% and then took a drop. So we're seeing some low interest rate times that we've never seen before. And so how are rising interest rates going to impact your safe money, which you said bond alternative? So I think that's that's just making people fearful. In fact, our firm did a research and a survey where we surveyed Americans all across the country. And one of those questions we asked was, what amount of your retirement investments are you comfortable with losing? Are you comfortable with losing? And I think that this would shock a lot of our listeners, but 30% of those surveyed said zero was an acceptable percent loss of principal. So now think about those boomers that have stomached. It, it, it's staggering, wow. right? I mean, right. so think about those boomers that have gone through 08 and 2001 and 94 and any other date that you can think of. People don't want to go backwards and really they don't have time. Right. The other, uh, question that we asked or we talked about was was bonds and our bonds safe when interest rates rise 75% did not realize what happens to bonds when interest rates rise so it's like a, it's what like happens a teeter totter right <laughs> i had a conversation with my mother-in-law we went down to la jolla and we played uh, oh, tory pines you'll appreciate that mark um out of 46 on the front and tore my nice. card in <laughs> half on the back. It didn't and, even happen. And, 
Yeah. Well, they were getting ready for their farmer's invitational. So I'm like, I think I'm in the rough. I'll be okay. And it was like three inches deep, full swing, 30 yards. You're like, oh. Anyways, I was educating. I don't want to get off your point too much, but I was educating my mother-in-law on how the inverse relationship works with interest rates and bonds. And it was like, it was like a 90 minute discussion. And like two or three times I found myself saying, I'm just not explaining this well, but you're getting well, it. Uh, you know? Recently, FINRA put out a bond alert to consumers. And I have a really simple chart uh, for any caller that wants this. You can call into you guys. Um, yeah, it's 866-53-RETIRE. If uh, all of you don't have it, 866-53-RETIRE. Boom. So uh, I've got a really simple chart that shows if interest rates rose by just 1% a year, your bond value would decline by 10%. And let's be honest, people typically use bonds in their portfolio for their safe money, right? So now think about people don't want to lose money. And then the fact that their safe money has the potential to go down, that really puts a worry in people, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, no question. And then it's like, wait, I thought we were doing this right. I went to safe money and I've lost 10% over the last 18 months. Right. And then there's confusion and you get these people that are, they just switch, they still switch from their plan, hard, hard switch. And they don't understand right. that they were in the wrong plan to begin so you with. Think of, based on, right, right. Based on their risk aversion, based on their. So birth. you look at it, right? Yeah. So now we're facing, um, we've, we've had a 10 year bull run. We haven't seen any market volatility. So take any boomer and I'm not speaking for all, but most are fearing that there is some sort of pull back in the market that's going to happen. We've got an election year coming up. And again, Schiller PE, PE 10 ratio uh, tells us that we are due for some sort of correction. So now look at it. You have um, investment risk of what's going to affect your portfolio. You have interest rate risk that's going to affect your safe money, your bond piece of your portfolio. And then I think that there's one risk that most don't know or don't know even to talk about, which is something called consumer behavioral risk. What that states is that we as investors make bad buying decisions. And one of those is buying at the all-time high, right? With market is all-time high. And so we tend to get a little greedy and therefore we want to buy at the all-time high of the market. And inversely, when the market goes down, we start to panic. And so what do we do? We sell. Right? We sell. sell. And then, yep. And then we, don't buy we make the biggest mistake, which is as the market starts to go back up, we wait before we reinvest again. Right? Now we're, we're watching, watching, watching. Now market's getting at an all-time high again. So I still have investors that, that are now finally saying, and here we are 10 years into a bull run, I'm getting ready to get my money out of cash and finally start investing again. Like you just missed, you just missed you, the run. You missed that one now, buddy. <laughs> right? And, and you're seeing it. Yeah. And, and we're still having people say, hey, I just made up what I had lost in 08, which means to tell that that tells me that they reinvested in the wrong period of time, right? So there's a strategy and investment that's out there that's actually protected by an insurance company. It's called a fixed indexed annuity. And there's lots of types of annuities out there. Annuities have been out forever. The old Babe Ruth story, Babe Ruth invested into annuities and annuities were really built to put your money in and get an income stream on the way back out. 
the Babe Ruth story, of course, is that we have a major market downturn in environment in, in America, and Babe Ruth's money was safe because it was inside the insurance company, inside that annuity that gave him a lifetime income stream, right? But there's, there's an investment strategy inside the fixed indexed annuity called annual reset. And how annual reset works is as you invest, and we can actually track along an equity, like let's use the S&P 500. When you buy it, you start with the S&P where, wherever it is that year, and you look at two points in the ground. So think about two stakes in the ground. Market starts today, and then on your annual anniversary, another stake goes in the ground, and the insurance company reviews those two numbers. Today, we have a strategy that gives you 50% of the S&P 500. So now you capture on the upside when the S&P goes up, you get half of the gains. But when the market goes down, you take no risk. In fact, zero is your worst case scenario, and you lock that in. You lock, you literally lock your gains in. So here, what I'm talking to people about is by adding a piece of the pie, not your overall investment. Of course, this isn't this is not good for all of your money, but for that piece that you want no investment risk, no interest rate risk, and you want to do better than the banks or or money market accounts or or, or putting it under your mattress, right? Here's a way to make conservative rate of return. It forces you not to make the bad habit of investment behavioral risk where it actually locks in your gain and your last year's ending point is your next year's starting point. I demonstrate this with my investors in a in, in a game. So guys, you got to play along with me, okay? Okay. So All if right. I had a whole bunch of dollar bills and a quarter, and every time I flipped heads, I gave you a dollar. And every time I flipped tails, we broke even. This game's unheard of in Vegas, right? You ever seen this one play out? Yeah, long line for that game. Long line, right? Yeah. So, so let's just play it out. Oh, I flipped the quarter. Heads, here's your dollar. Flip the quarter again. Heads, dollar. Oh, tails. You get to keep those dollars. If that were the game, and liken it to the market, if that were the game, how long would you play that game with me? Until you ran out of dollars. Right. If I got dollars in my pocket, you're still playing, right? Yeah, absolutely. So that that right there is why you would want to add again. Piece of the pie. I'm not talking about all your investments, but why a fixed indexed annuity could be a fantastic solution if you don't want to take market risk right. for that piece, if you don't want to take interest rate risk. For that piece and you don't want to make a bad investment consumer behavioral risk and you want reasonable rate of return you want the insurance company to take you know they're they're really building an insurance policy on your retirement dollars correct i like to tell people you buy auto insurance because what there, there's a percent chance that you could get in an accident right you buy home insurance because well you could have a fire in the home this year and there's a percent chance but and you buy life insurance because there's a percent chance that you could die this year zip lining in Costa Rica, right? So yeah. why why is your advisor not talking about the fact that there is an opportunity to lose your money in the market and there's an ability to protect using an insurance company who understands law of large numbers and knows how to insure people's retirement 
And really what I, what I think it comes down to is that education piece that we started out talking about is people don't know. They don't know, and they're not educated on what's out there. And, man, these things are complex. So the ability to walk people through these type of scenarios and why and why it makes sense is, is uh, really, I think, the difference maker to help somebody retire comfortably. Mark, let me add really quick. Uh, first of all, I love that you take this on like a like a partnership. You know, you're not trying to say, "Oh, great, you got six hundred fifty thousand dollars in your IRA. Let's just put it all in an index annuity and forget it." It's more. It's more of a, a fraction of what you're dealing with because you still don't. You, one of the risks you didn't talk about was opportunity cost, right? You don't want to just be in a indexed fixed indexed annuity fund because you miss out on opportunities to do other things with your money right. i.e real estate i.e take advantage of a stock market in 2011 excuse me Absolutely. 2011 so i love that you talk about that and i love that that clients and listeners would have the ability to, to watch that game play out that quarter dollar game if you only did a hundred or two hundred thousand dollars and then eventually you know you might start making that game might be more and more palatable the older you get, right? You run out of time eventually. What I hate, hate, hate is that these investor advisors are out there saying, look, why would you do something like this? You're missing out on 14% returns when they're the last people to pick up the phone when you're at negative 14%. Absolutely. Great point, Mike. Um, and the second thing I just want to say sure. just really quick uh, before we go to a break is that um, I... I think that that you have with this day and age, people avoid making these calls and having these discussions, Mark. I know you see this nationally because they're afraid of failing, you know. Okay. And when you take a when you take a small bite and start planning like that with Matt and do uh, deal with a, a small portion or portfolio, you start to see how easy this really is. Yep. And what I wanted to say there is before we go to the break here. Mike is, uh, you know, for any of our listeners that are out there and you think that this strategy might be of interest to you, I've got tons of literature on it, studies that Mark's firm and Mark have completed talking about this more. But I also have, you know, if we're just looking for an accumulation, safe money type play, you know, I've got my top five favorites and I'm happy to run a report for you and show you how this strategy could perfectly fit into your retirement plan. So pick up the phone, call 866-53-RETIRE. And that's 866-53-RETIRE. Option one gets you right to me, Matt Hollander, or shoot me an email at info at smartretirementcast.com. So when we come back from the break, uh, we're going to have Mark on for just a few more minutes. But you know, we started the show talking about pensions a little bit. And I think it's important to understand that now that pensions have gone away, there are ways that you can privately fund a pension for yourself utilizing some of these annual reset ideas and creating an income that you can't outlive. So stick around. We will be right back with more information on that after this break. Hey guys, Mike Points here, co-host of your show, Smart Retirement Podcast. Did you know that you can convert your traditional IRA into a Roth IRA and it doesn't matter how much income you make every year? That's right. Tax-free retirement is right at your fingertips. Allow me to show you how the mortgage of your home helps you afford the conversion to do this by dialing 866-53-RETIRE. That's 866-53-RETIRE, option two. 
Let me make the rest of your life the best of your life. Do you have enough money saved for retirement? How much is enough? Let's put things in perspective. It's estimated that you'll need roughly $250,000 in retirement just for medical expenses. So think about that number again. If you need some help, talk to Century Financial Consultants today and create a complimentary financial master plan that will show you exactly how long your money will last and give you peace of mind. Give Century Financial Consultants a call today at 623-428-9976. That's 623-428-9976. Welcome back, listeners, for our final segment of today's Smart Retirement Podcast. I'm joined today by my co-host, Mike Points, and our awesome guest, Mark Rogers from WealthVest. And in the previous segments, we were just discussing a little bit about different strategies in today's volatile market of ways to kind of preserve your assets. And before the break, I, I was talking a little bit about privately funding a pension. And Mark, I know this is one of your expertise areas, uh, is really talking about lifetime income and you know making sure that people don't outlive their money. So thoughts there? Well, first, did, did we even talk about the fact that we got the three M's in the room? Mike, Mark, and Matt. I mean, this is oh, awesome. look at that. How do we even do that? We just Thank, did you, it. Thank, Thank you, parents. Thank you, parents. Uh, no, so yeah, here's the deal. So, so Matt, Mike, let's just start with the fact that the number one fear, the most feared thing in America today, is the fear of Americans running out of money. Yep. Yep. So, lost pension plans, changes to Social Security, market volatility, and what I believe is the most common mistake that I see every day is. Nobody has an income plan. Sit down with an advisor, put your assets all out on the table to say, here's all my money. Here's where it's all stacked up. Here's what's going on with my home. Here's what my mortgage looks like. And have somebody put a plan together to say, can I retire? Right. Do I have the ability to stretch that income out? That's right. Can I sit on my back porch? Can I travel? What, what does my retirement look like? And what I can tell you is, is that there's some strategies out there with that lost pension plan because everybody fears running out of money. And if you said, hey, I could give you a paycheck that would last forever. You don't have to worry about it. It's mailbox. Every time you go to the mailbox every month, there's a paycheck coming in. Doesn't that give you some level of comfort, guys? Absolutely. Oh, sure. That's, that's absolutely what everyone's wanting. So there's... Within these annuity products, and because insurance companies understand law of large numbers, they actually employ actuaries who can build pension-like income streams, a paycheck that shows up for you and your spouse, never to outlive. And, And today's environment, there's so many new ways of getting lifetime income that not only can they can create lifetime income, 
But if you go into a nursing home or assisted living, they have dollars that can help you pay for long-term care. I don't sell long-term care insurance, but here's the ability to get a doubler to give you lifetime income and now can help you with long-term care costs. Um, there's an ability to wealth transfer these type of annuities. So these things can, at the end of your, you know, when you die and pass on, now you've gotten a lifetime income, but now you actually have a legacy, something you can pass on to the kids and grandkids and give them Christmas presents for the last, you know, the rest of their lives. So just even in the last, call it three years, these products have significantly changed. And so what I would say is one, if you heard the word annuity and said, gee, you know I'm what, I, I, yeah. I own an annuity and yeah. it hasn't been reviewed in the last few years, you got to sit down, you got to get educated on what you have. And number two, you got to take a look at, is there a better type of strategy out there to give what's most wanted, which is that lifetime income? Yep. Awesome. So much is, you know, you're so right about the last three years, Mark, right before we let you go off the show here, because I know you got to get to basketball practice with your kids, is the HUD departments are doing the exact same thing. They've been changing the reverse mortgage. They've been really looking at where the elderly population is going, how fast it's growing, how many people are retiring. And they're realizing that, you know, these products have to be heavily, heavily restructured. Yep. And so, right. I mean, a review every three years isn't bad because right now we have the biggest population of people retiring this nation's ever seen. And you're getting products coming at you left, right, and center. And you might've signed something that you thought was great, but since then it's upgraded and now it's a Cadillac plan for maybe even a better deal. Sure. Um, Mark, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show with us. You know, our listeners, directly benefit from you and you know i don't know what an hour of your time costs but thank you for not charging us the uh uh -oh. the, the bills in the mail yeah I'm sure it's on the way to my office yeah thank you for not charging me yeah, it's it, it's a you know i i look for as i as i travel through the country you know in, in my and fortunately in my business i i get a chance to be kind of selective with who i get to work with or who i want to work with i should say and uh, you, you two are, are definitely on my list to say that this is somebody that I would introduce to my mother, you know, and I, I know that you would take a look at that and be able to really help them. And so I, I really uh, admire what you're doing. Uh, I'm excited for, to, to listen to the upcoming uh, podcast. I, I'm tuning in every single time that you're pop up on my phone. So if you're not subscribing, is this, if this is the first show that you've listened to, of, of the Mike and Matt show, all, all I would tell you from a third party is subscribe, get educated, and, and then also take the next step, right? Take that next step and take a chance of, of uh, calling these guys and having a real live conversation and, and get more educated because I think that's what we as Americans need to do and, right. and you have the ability to do that. So I, I really appreciate you guys having me on. I love what you're doing and uh, hopefully you'll invite me back. We'd be uh, we'd be honored. Thank you, Mark, and uh, good luck to, uh, at your kids' back basketball practice. Thanks, guys. All right, Later. ciao, buddy. Well, that was great, and uh, you know, I, I think with today's show, uh, you know, additionally talking about uh, 
you know, ways to avoid risk and things in retirement. But, you know, Mark touched on something that I think is extremely important too, is wealth transfer. Um, you know, Mike, I think you and I have discussed, and that's what we're going to do for our next show is talking about proper ways to, you know, pass assets on to that next generation, uh, whether it be your home, your investments, et cetera. Um, but, you know, Mark made a really good point, too. Uh, he brought up the fact of an income plan. And how many of our listeners out there actually have an income plan? When have you mm-hmm. sat down with your advisor, put everything out on the table and looked at it to say, you know, what makes the most sense here? So I think it's absolutely prudent. We're happy to do it uh, for our listeners out there. 866-53-RETIRE. 866-53-RETIRE. Reach out to my... Mike and I, and uh, we'll be happy to run, you know, proposals, uh, whatever you need for, you know, designing this. Um, I've got software that we've designed that will give us a probability of success for your retirement. You know, give me an idea based upon X return, uh, how successful that retirement plan really looks. So, uh, you know, do take that next next step and, uh, you know, don't only only take the knowledge and become smart retirees, be active, smart retirees. So Yeah, I mean, just a conversation like that the other day allowed you to point me out to one of our listeners that contacted you, Matt, and said, look, we're going to we're going to leave our primary residence we've lived in for 25 years. We've got a lot of equity in it. We're going to rent it. And then maybe five or six years down the road, we'll sell it. And you immediately got them in touch with me and, and I helped them understand, hey, if you leave your primary residence for a consistent period of time, you, after three years or less, you, excuse me, more than three years, you lose the capital gains exemption. Right. When you sell that house, it becomes an investment property. Now we have to start talking about 1031 exchanges, which we'll, we'll get into well into another show, but I mean, that, that is, that could be a crushing blow. We're talking a $1.6 million home they bought 30 years ago. So their cost basis is going to be very minimal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've Especially remodeled it. The Coast. Yeah. They've remodeled it over time and all these things, but that is what we mean by being active, smart retiree. Let's start tapping into these problems and solving them in a realistic time frame with your team. Maybe your CPA gets involved. Maybe you've got a estate planning attorney. Matt and I work with those people very well. We, we are specialists in our own regard, but we understand that, our job doesn't exist without a team mentality. We've got to include the CPA. We've got to include, um, you know, the estate planner, maybe your health insurance personnel, um, and and maybe a business partner, right? Maybe maybe you're selling off a business because you're five years older than your business partner, and they're not exactly sure that that how to structure what your income should be. An income plan with Matt will help you go back to them and say, Hey, here's what I need from the company as income. Cause I'm taking care of, you know, X amount of income with Matt and my other assets. All of that is a part of what we're getting at. Um, we're going to, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. Don't you think so? I think that is a plan. Hopefully by the uh, next episode, this little, uh, illness bout that I'm dealing with is gone. My voice is, uh, better. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, our next show, again, we're going to speak a little bit about wealth transfer. Uh, I do want to talk a bit, a little bit about uh, final expense and some ideas there. 
might even have a special guest there uh, for that as well. So I'm enjoying having the guests on. I'm sure you are too, Mike, but uh, it's nice. It's nice. I, I mean, uh, we're, we're going to have as many guests as we feel are necessary. Um, you know, you're going to have Matt and I most of the time. And what I want to say before we hop off here, Matt, is that, you know, we're, we're heading into the holidays, you know, it, uh, times are busy. You're before, you know, it's going to be January 1st. You guys take some time and look at your calendars and reach out to us with, if you can't get an appointment to sit with us and have a counseling meeting this year before a Christmas day, let's get something on the books for January. So you feel good about knowing that you're going to kick off next year with a dialogue conversation with us to get you on the right track to making the rest of your life, the best of your life. Right. I mean, I think that's so important. And just having that appointment sometimes on the books makes you feel better about you being an active retiree. Yep. Yep. Uh, Mike said it well. Uh, You know, you could almost take it and say that uh, we could be your New Year's resolution, wouldn't you say, Mike? (laughs) I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, listeners. uh, Thank you for listening today. And we will look forward to tuning in with you in two weeks for our next show. Thanks for listening. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide or construed as providing specific investment advice. Any economic forecast set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted, and there can be no guarantee the strategies promoted will be successful. All performance reference is historical and is no guarantee of future results. Investing involves risks, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy or risk management technique can guarantee return or eliminate risk in all market environments. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. California license number 0175638 and MLS number 1246224. Thank you.